0: Find a moment of calm at Classical WETA 90.9 FM. Available to stream now at classicalweta.org or on the Classical WETA app.
1: Welcome to How We Win, All over the country, people are doing extraordinary things. We're giving you the tools that you need to make a difference right now. The best antidote to anxiety is action. There are 54 days until the most important election of our lives. Together, we will win all the houses. I am so excited to welcome Hollywood Power Couple, Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick to our show today. Kevin and Kira are committed activists and generous supporters of Swing Left. They are helping us kick off our last weekend's campaign, and we talk about what this election means for them and why it's not enough to vote. We need you to volunteer. I'm Steve Pearson, and this is How We Win. So Mariah is still on maternity leave, of course, and we've got a really cool interview with Kevin and Kira, and I want to get right to it. So um, I'm not going to do a lot of rehashing of the week because mostly it would be me gloating about boats getting <laughs> swallowed in their own wake. And the Trump boaters that sank. Fortunately, no one was injured, um, so it just made it enjoyable to watch there's a lot going on right now uh if you're like me and you can hear it in my voice living here in southern california there's a lot of smoke in the air um a lot of people are are really affected by these wildfires the record heat we've had over the weekend so i just want to acknowledge everyone who's affected by the the weather the wildfires the ongoing coronavirus uh, we are less than two months away. Um, and important to mention also that ballots have dropped already in some states like North Carolina. So election, uh, it's just, this is it. This is it. And for me, and for a lot of people, we've been waiting for four years for this moment. And Getting into this work, doing this political work, this organizing work, has changed my life in so many ways. I've become so much more informed about local politics. I'm now involved with my local Democratic Party and the state uh, California Democratic Party. I've met all these amazing activists and organizers who have been doing this work for years and learned so much from them. My life has been so much richer for having jumped in and done this work. But I know... If you're like me and many, many other people out there, it's been about Trump. It's been about stopping this menace. It's been about stopping this fascist who has taken over the Republican Party and taken over our government. So here we are. We are less than two months away till what is not hyperbole the most important election of our lives. Now is the time to make sure that on November 4th, the day after the election, we can know that we have done everything we could in our power in this moment in history. It is up to us. All of the fear-mongering that the Republican Party throws out there, all of the voter suppression, the welcoming of foreign interference, the dismantling of the post office, everything that Trump does t- to try to denigrate the election results and call voting by mail fraudulent, all of that can be overcome if we have a massive blue tsunami a turnout like we have never seen before in this election. And I truly believe that is possible. But it really comes down to the last weekends. And that's the last month, the last three weekends before the election where we need everyone Everyone, not just to vote, but to volunteer. And if everyone listening to this show uses their collective circle of influence to get friends and family members to sign up and to volunteer and to commit to do the same thing, if everyone got three friends to do this, we can have the kind of tsunami that makes this election undeniable. So that's what we need to do. That's our job right now to do everything we can. Talk to as many voters. Let them know that we can vote safely. Let them know that they can vote early in many places and make sure that we have that blue tsunami. So I'm excited to announce the launch of... The Last Weekends. Some of you who are involved in Swing Left will recall last cycle we had something called The Last Weekend, which was a really amazing coalition of progressive political organizations that all got together to get people to volunteer, not just vote. We're doing it again, but because we have extended voting, like I just said, we have three, the last three weekends, the last weekends are crucial to winning this election. So, uh, today a campaign to mobilize mass volunteer action. We are going to do it. We're going to do it with your help. So your action for this week is to sign up at thelastweekends.org. That's the last weekends with an s Of course we'll also have the link on our swingleft.org slash podcast website. Sign up Commit to volunteering. Pass it along to every single person you know. Also, starting tonight, we're going to have our first Phone Banking 101 webinar. We'll be doing these every week. We'll be ramping up into doing these uh, multiple times a week up until Election Day, including some GOTV, which means get out the vote, uh, training. So uh, for anyone who is uncomfortable, Phone banking, uh, a little shy about talking to strangers on the phone. This is the important work we have to do. So sign up. We'll give you all the tools you need to be effective. And it's really fun. You'll you'll have a great time doing it. You'll have some really rewarding conversations. And because of the pandemic, phone banking is more important than it ever has been. And, and we'll talk about that a little bit with Kevin and Kara as well. But we'll have the link on there on our page. And um, I hope you join us tonight, and uh, and moving forward in one of those training events, and then jump in. Share this with everyone. This is it. This is our time. Labor Day's behind us. Uh, this is the home stretch. Let's dig in, everyone. So, without further ado, here is my interview with Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. As actors, producers, musicians, activists, and, of course, everyone's favorite Hollywood couple, they really need no introduction. Kira Sedgwick and Kevin Bacon, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us, Steve. Absolutely. First of all, how are you and your family doing right now during the pandemic? You mentioned that you guys are separated. Where are your kids? How's everyone doing?
0: Well... We've yeah. only been separated for about for about five hours. Oh and, uh, and is, it, it, is it it
1: taking a toll already or already <laughs> I would say no, so? No, it definitely
0: is. um it's it's kind of a weird situation because uh in our marriage we've been married for thirty-two years. We just had our thirty-second anniversary, and we've never, ever, ever in our lives spent this much time together. Uh, <laughs> which uh was fantastic and 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 um you know Getting a chance to uh, have each other and, and both of us feel a tremendous amount of gratitude for the fact that we do have each other and that we have a roof and that we have uh, food to eat and um, that we weren't in the jobs that required us to go and put our lives at risk every day. So right. it's, it was really a, a question of, you know, just waking up and feeling so much um, gratitude, you know. And now we're in a situation where we this could be the longest that we'll ever be separated. So that'll be kind of another interesting um, adjustment.
1: Kira, you mentioned you just flew into Los Angeles and we're seeing the fires. I want to acknowledge everyone listening to this from California who's dealing with these terrible wildfires and record heat. You kind of flew into a very apocalyptic looking Los Angeles.
2: Definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's it was so smoky that you couldn't see the ground. I'm sure the I don't know exactly how far how far down we had to fly to actually see the ground, mm. but it felt like a long time in a, in in a smog haze. Um, and I thought this is what you know China and India look like probably all the mm. time. So I felt grateful that this was an unusual thing and not an everyday thing. And I feel excited about the prospect of getting all sorts of goodies this november <laughs> and um and changing the course of these apocalyptic events at, in as much as we can do that at this point in in our countries um you know we've handled the climate issue so poorly in the past yes. i'm hoping we can make, really make a shift right
1: well what a What a professionally done segue uh, right into the important work that we're doing the next uh, not even two months. Um, Both of you all have been just amazing supporters of Swing Left pretty much since the beginning. Uh, You've hosted events and made some really fun videos for us. I had the pleasure of attending an event at your lovely home. I think it was in 2018. It might have even been 2017, that fundraiser that, that you did. But you've been active before that, of course, not just with Swing Left. Um, when did you guys first start getting involved in advocacy work or politics? Like what, what first got you started? Maybe start with Kira.
2: Oh, okay. Um, I was going to start with Kev because he's so much older than me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I, I see. You- when oh, you say, 32 my- years you just celebrated? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 32
2: <laughs> years married. Yeah. But actually there's a picture of Kev, um, when he's, I think seven years old and his mom had taken him to the Martin Luther to hear Martin Luther King speak somewhere. Wow. But but anyway, let's, let's talk about me. I'm always happy to talk about me. Um, <laughs> uh, not really. Um, so, you know, really, uh, I, I, you know, when I was a kid, it was no nukes, you know, um, it was going to the concerts and, um, and also fighting for reproductive rights. Um, so I definitely did a lot of that when I was younger. But I didn't really get incredibly, you know, energized about change and the need for change until I had my first kid. You know, I often say selfishly when I had my first kid, I suddenly went, "Oh shit, we have to make sure that there's a future here." Um, and I really got deeply involved in in the environmental movement very quickly, because I just saw what was happening. We had this moment in the nineties where, you know, we all saw it. There was a moment. It was the cover of, of Time Magazine. What is the greenhouse effect? I can, I can literally remember it was Time or Newsweek. And I can remember being on the streets of Manhattan. I had already known about, you know, it was already in the zeitgeist and in the understanding of like, what we weren't doing to save the planet and where fossil fuels were taking right. us. And I can remember walking on the street of the streets of Manhattan and there was a crowd around this one person who was giving away this magazine. And it said the cover was what is the greenhouse effect? And suddenly this term of art, which nobody knew about before was coined and we all learned um we had this moment in the 90s and we just we just turned the corner we just we just said no we just we just said no to it and suddenly everything receded into the background and you know a republican came into office i can't remember which one it was i guess it must have been bush mm-hmm. And we were lost for eight, we lost eight years. So, so for me, that's when I started to get really enervated and, and energized and feel like there are all sorts of things that are broken here and the earth is the, is the ticking clock for all of this. And then there was a million other things that I got, you know, now I'm much more aware of so many other things, but, but for me, that was really the, the change the change well it it. should
1: have been i mean you know we see that so clearly right now just flying into los angeles and and what we're experiencing right now but kevin i want to hear you you saw martin luther king jr speak so you were
0: um i don't know uh yeah i my mother i was trying to figure out the other day um she took me to a march on washington so it would probably be i was born in 58 so it would be sometime in the 60s i guess my mother was a pretty uh active um uh woman with causes and political Mm -hmm. issues and uh and i remember uh you know as a kid you know obviously being very uh anti-war and and you know being feeling like i was understanding at least of the civil rights movement and and we had a mayor in philadelphia where i grew up who uh i i sort of campaigned against when i was a a uh, little kid way before I could vote. His name was Frank Rizzo. <laughs> and um, and then I really got, became an actor and really dropped out of any kind of feelings about anything political because I was so incredibly self-involved hmm. and, and um, was thinking so much about, you know, myself and my career and getting ahead and becoming famous and making money and, you know, all those kinds of things that I didn't really step outside of myself and look at the world. And then when I met Kira and when, when um, we had kids, as she pointed out, I think I, I I started to think about things bigger than my own, uh, you know, press and uh, started to be able to uh, look around and look at the world and look at you know the, the uh, suffering, the heartache, and the planet, and and uh, injustice, and and I think that the seeds of those feelings had already been planted in me by my parents when I was a really young kid, but they just kind of uh, you know re-sprouted in a way at when we got married.
1: It's interesting. I saw that you guys were in the "Will I Am" video. It's a new day, which celebrated Barack Obama's. Election the first time around. And I think that so many of us saw that and kind of took a step back. Like, yes, we've had a new day. We've won this battle. This fight's been going on. We have a black president. And, um, you know, I could speak for myself. I, I was lulled into a complacency. And, um, mm-hmm. and so... When 2016 happened, it really blindsided me. You know, I'm ashamed of how blindsided I was by it. And that propelled me back into action. But Kira, we got a chance to hang out a bit during the last weekend of the midterms when you helped launch a canvas up in CA25. The energy of that GOTV weekend was so awesome. Um, Can you describe how that felt being part of that?
2: Oh God, it was great. Well, first of all, I mean, I couldn't believe how many, how many volunteers showed up. I mean, it was this, it wasn't a small space that you guys had set up in camp, you know, there and, and whatever that, 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 that office. Up there, yeah. Yeah. That office. And, and suddenly it was packed. I got there early and there weren't that many people. And then suddenly just felt like hundreds and hundreds of people just, just, coming out you know just every single space in that place was was occupied and I can remember I, I i in order to speak and to kind of like I they asked me to kind of kick it off with like a rallying cry yeah. whatever and I kind of I had to walk up the stairs and like squeeze behind all these people and you know sit, stand at the stairs you know with like with people all on every single step and down and below and everyone just, I mean, I could have said anything and they were just, they were so excited about going out there and you could tell that they had been doing it for, you know, weeks on end before, but that this was culminating in this final moment and they were feeling really actionable. I mean, I think that, you know, you actually say it in your, in your podcast. And I feel like I've said it, you know, for a long time is that when I get blue, you know, it feels so much better to to be part of the solution, yeah. you know. It's like I can sit there and just perseverate about the problem constantly, and there's plenty to perseverate that about but i only start to feel a little bit better when i get busy mm-hmm. you know when i can do something so so i think what's so great about swing left and the reason why i love you guys so much is that there's so many actionable things to do all you have to do is go on the website punch in your zip code and there's like 20 things you can do and now you guys you guys are so innovative you come up with even more things for people to do and and boy do we need to be innovative at a time like yeah. this i mean you know everyone this is a this is we need all hands on deck here. So, um, so it felt really good to do that. It felt
1: yeah. Really- you're right about being innovative and having to do new things because, what really bums me out and worries me a little bit is you know we had so much energy from those in-person events you know and being able to have. The candidates and awesome surrogates like yourself come give a big rally and everyone in it together, you know, we've got to duplicate that but safely now and and we can't go to campaign offices anymore. So one way that we're doing that is having virtual events like virtual letter writing parties and virtual phone banks and having surrogates join for those, which has been really successful. Uh, mm-hmm. you two hosted a letter writing party pre-pandemic at your home. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about the letters? How would that go? Are you still, how many letters are you up to now? Are you still writing letters? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, to be perfectly really honest, I haven't. And I really should. And I really have to. I actually did another one, a virtual one with Catherine Hahn, which, which oh, was so yeah. much fun. And we wrote some letters there. I know, um, no, I should, I got to get on that. I got to get on that right away. I wasn't trying to bust you. I was, I was just. No, it's okay. (laughs) No, bust me away. I actually was thinking, you know, we got to start doing the texting and the phone banking, even though it's hard, like, it's not that hard. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, nothing is too hard right now. I think we all have to, you know, do everything. And yeah, having, and to be part of that last weekend is really helpful. And I do think that a lot of people don't really think about things early, but now we really have to. Now we have to with uh, the mail and ballots and getting them. I mean, it's very, it's, there's a lot to answer. My sister actually has been doing a lot. And she says that she, she sometimes people write back or they call back and say, you know, like I question and she was able to answer and. Clarify stuff with them so anything we can do is hey I got a question
0: for you Steve how do you feel is what what is um, what is generally more effective um, uh, texting or, or, or actual phone backing?
1: It's a really good question. I think right now, phone banking is what we're really uh, pivoting to. Still writing letters. Um, so like this next month, we're leaning into the vote forward letters. We have our goal of 10 million letters that we want to write. And we're, you know, like happily well on our way to meeting that goal, which seemed so ambitious when we started. The, the mm-hmm. letters are really effective. We know that they work. Um, phone mm-hmm. banking uh, is interesting. It's always been like an important component of how we reach voters but now during the pandemic it's the only way that we have to have a real one-on-one conversation with a voter so it's even more important because it's the way that we can Have those conversations safely. So, yeah, absolutely. If, um, like you said, people maybe aren't comfortable making phone calls, now is the time to get a little bit uncomfortable and try it out. And after you do it for a little while, uh, it really becomes fun. And, you know, we don't have a lot of research about phone banking in a global pandemic. So, you know, I, I can't tell you what the numbers look like, but anecdotally, It's been better than your normal phone banking because people are home. They're actually more open to talking. We do uh, usually kind of a wellness check-in, you know, about the pandemic, which is really nice. And and, um, so they've been good, useful phone calls. Texting is also uh, really effective. But honestly, people love texting because they don't actually have to talk to someone. Yes.
2: Um, I, yeah, yeah, I would think a lot of people would like that. So, for sure. so
1: campaigns probably need more phone bankers right now than they do texters. What's your, what's your, Kevin, what's your uh, voter contact method of choice? <laughs>
0: uh, well, I really enjoyed the letter writing party. It was, um, there was two things that I really enjoyed about it. One was that it was kind of a cool idea because it was so, it felt so kind of old school to pick up a piece of paper and Mm -hmm. and to put something into, you know, lick a stamp. Now, um, that being said, I don't want to put too much pressure on the, on the postal service at this point in time. You know, uh, I think they can, I think they can handle it now, you know, um, uh, but it's that it's kind of an interesting, um, question
1: uh but i can address that thing, really really quickly just since you brought yeah, please it up do, yeah. Yeah, please um, do. we don't have uh, like we're going to release or vote forward i should say is going to release the send date for those letters it's going to be sooner than they had initially planned on doing it they haven't announced it yet because they don't want to change it they want to like nail down that date and, and have that be the date but even 10 million letters is a fraction of what the postal service handles on a given day so um yeah, great. they they should be able to handle it just fine.
0: Great, so smarter smarter people than me have thought figured these things out.
1: <laughs> I didn't know. I just um, I, I get fed my talking points.
2: <laughs> that's the thing. That's the great thing about swing left, though. These guys like they thought of everything. I mean, I remember the first time I heard Ethan speak, I was like, "Wow, you really thought of everything." <laughs> and you're just like, "Yeah, you're impressive." Very impressive.
1: Appreciate that. You know, it really comes from volunteers and it comes from literally people like you doing events in your homes and seeing what works and what doesn't work. I mean, that's how Swing Left started. You guys were there at the very beginning. So you know that a lot of it was building the plane as we were flying it, right? You know, and Mm -hmm. and figuring it out together.
0: Yeah. I remember, Kier, I don't remember where you heard about Swing Left, honey, but I remember you coming to me and saying, so, so this is the way it's, it's going to work. This is their idea. And we talked about it extensively. And I was like, you yeah, know, that's, that's interesting. I don't know if I've definitely heard that specific kind of concept, the focus being, uh, less on the, uh, the individual. Um, the campaigns and more on the idea of a, of a blue wave in that in that um, election and i and i thought it was real clearly it was very effective and mm-hmm. clearly the um the talking points and the and the ability that the organization had to um, connect with people and have those people connect with people um not to make a six degrees reference but it really, it was, I, I, I think it was really, really impressive. And, and we both continue to be very impressed with, with uh, Swing Left.
1: Well, um, you know, I started as a volunteer, just like everyone else, um, jumping in and, and it really has changed my life. And like Kira said, it was out of necessity for myself and my family and my own sanity that I, I started doing this. And so, um, the big news, the big thing that we want to talk about is the last weekends. And uh, you were both really helpful with last Elections last weekend Which was the final weekend Before um, election day And now because of COVID And because so many states Offer early voting and the opportunity To vote earlier It's not just the last weekend It's the last weekends Uh, So it's the last three weekends We're really pushing people Not just to vote but to volunteer And um, (laughs) you know we said this a lot Last election It's the most important election of our lives This election really, really (laughs) is.
0: It really is. It
2: really is.
1: Uh, Can you both talk about how important it is not just to vote, but volunteer and and sign up for some shifts in the last weekends?
2: I feel like, again, you know, I, I feel like not only is it incredibly important because everybody, everybody has it on their mind, you know, to vote or to send that ballot or to fill it out and to send it, but not everybody has it, has, you know, they, they don't have it at the front of their mind. And what it does is every time you get a call or a text or someone knocking on your door, I mean, you know, I would, when, when I was doing that canvassing in CA 25, it was like, you know, do you know where your polling place is? And these are things that you'll have the answers to, and you don't have to, First of all, I think it's also really important to tell everybody who's thinking about volunteering that we're not going to put you in line of fire with Republicans. Right. Like We're going to make sure to weed out, you know, to take you to places that have, you know, people who have voted Democratic in the past. Really important for people to understand you're not going to go into the belly of the beast. It's not that scary. And it feels so good. It feels actionable. You're part of the solution. And it makes all the difference in the world to know. When you wake up on November 3rd, you don't want to feel like you didn't do enough. I mean, I felt exactly like such a schmuck after in 2016. It was, I couldn't believe it. And I, and, you know, I, and uh, as soon as, as it was finalized that he had won, I thought about five to 10 people that had called me and said, can you come out for Hillary? Can you do this? And I was like, why? It's going to be fine. And I can't, and I'm too busy and I'm too this and I'm too that. And it felt so much better to get busy in 2018 and so much sweeter when of course we won most of our seats, but also just knowing that I had really done absolutely everything that I possibly could to have made, to have made that happen. At least I can live with myself, you know. And I think it's really important, and it feels really good. And it also can be, you don't have to be alone doing it. You can do it with your friends. You can do it virtually. You can do those virtual Zoom meetings, and you know, everyone have a glass of wine or a or a mocktail or a you know pizza or something, and like hang out with friends and do it together and feel feel good about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you, you wanna you wanna wake up. And feel like you've been on the right side of history. And if you don't work in those last weeks and you know, God forbid it 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 doesn't go our way, I I, I think it I I think it it, it it will feel even worse. And um it's very, very easy uh with everything that's going on. Um with the pandemic, et cetera, to get get so disheartened about um, the future and the future of the world. But volunteering and, uh, you know, m- making an effort to build a world that that you believe in and, and can, uh, uh, you know, be, be, be proud of and be proud of those efforts definitely helps with that feeling of hopelessness. So it's 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 going to be worth it
1: right on agreed kevin and kira thank you so much for everything that you do and for being part of this and such a pleasure to uh get to talk to you again and see you all and um uh look forward to maybe a big party at your house post-election i don't know i'm right just on. inviting myself yeah. right now
2: okay that
1: <laughs> great that sounds awesome it sounds good Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for stepping up to take action and for signing up for TheLastWeekends.org. This is how we win. We win when we all get involved. We've been saying that for the last year, but now now it's true. It's go time. We want to hear from you. Tweet to us at Steve, and you can hit up Mariah at Mariah underscore Craven, or send us an email at podcast at swingleft.org. Thank you so much to our friends at Dimcast all the great work they're doing. Uh, check out our page at swingleft.org slash podcast. Share our show on social media. If you haven't yet, subscribe right now. Rate and review on Apple or wherever you get your pods. We really appreciate you being here with us. This Saturday, we have a mini pod on healthy voting. Make sure you don't miss that. And then we'll see you back here with some more next Wednesday. See you then.